0: I'm Christina Collins and I am the Motivated Mama. Welcome to the Motivated Mama podcast, a space where I grant full permission for moms to be ambitious. Join me as we chat all things motherhood, family values, business, and living your best life. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to the Motivated Mama podcast, episode six. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most underutilized tools in network marketing success. I've brought on two of my friends slash business partners who are both actually really good at this and have seen such amazing success in such a short period of time by making sure they are utilizing their tool, this tool. It is building relationships, you guys. Their names are Erica Burkhart and Laurel Lipley. So hey, hey, you guys. Hey, what's up? First off, let's let our listeners find out just a little bit more about you guys. So I'm going to let whoever wants to go first, um, share a little bit about your stories because I love hearing other people's stories and I'm sure it helps our listeners to be able to connect.
1: Awesome. What's up you guys. Okay. So for those of you who don't know me, which you probably don't, my name is Erica Burkhart and I've been an entrepreneur now for probably, oh gosh, like four and a half years it's been a little bit, it's been a little bit. So, you know, I actually did their traditional thing right out of high school. I went to college, but you know, after I begged my parents, like every year after college, (laughs) please let me take a year off. Please let me take a year off. And you know, by the time my junior year came around, I was like, well, we might as well finish. So I did all of that got out of college, and had this realization like, oh, crap, now I got to go into the real world and get a job, Mm -hmm. and I don't have any experience except for how to make mixed drinks because I was a bartender, so nobody (laughs) really wanted to hire me, and (laughs) by the time (laughs) I got hired, it was in a chiropractic office, and the position was quote-unquote like marketing specialist. I was like, oh, cool, like right up my alley, like I can do some social media work. And I show up wearing really ugly scrubs because they required that. And she starts having me answer phone calls and check clients in and hands me an iPad and says, now go follow around the chiropractor and take notes. And I was like, oh my gosh, what have I just done with my life? What am I doing? (laughs) I swear it was like an outer body experience and someone coming down on me, knocking on my head, saying, hello, Erica, are you there? This is not what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I lasted six hours at my first real job. And I'll never forget leaving that place, calling, um, my boyfriend at the time, he's my husband now I'm calling, calling him up and being like, this is not the job This isn't it And then I called my mom and I was crying I was like, this isn't it either And, you know, they both respected my opinion And my choice And I was like, I gotta honor myself I have to honor that this isn't where I'm supposed to be I knew in my gut I was meant for more And I, I called that place up And I was like, look guys like I This isn't the job for me, I'm sorry I can't. I can't take it and I, I mean, I wanted to say, can you please remove marketing specialists off your application for the next person and save them, save them yes. <laughs> their life? Gosh. And, yeah. you know, it was about three weeks later that I found my first network marketing opportunity and I became an entrepreneur and a lot happened in that company. I learned a lot. It was health and fitness. You know, and long story short, um, I did grow very fast. I got to the top 5%. A lot of things started happening, and my income got cut in half. I started getting burnout. I felt like I was doing a lot of work for a little pay because I had to do free wellness evaluations, free fit camps. It was just a lot of stuff for free, and I felt like I wasn't getting the return on it. I was burnout. out. I was feeling a calling again, the calling in my gut for more, for something bigger. And I'll tell you what, you guys, if you're listening to this and you feel that way, those feelings happen for a reason. It's mm-hmm. because it's, you know, whatever you believe in trying to push you to your calling. And again, I listened to the nudge and I, I remember seeing somebody online who I really admired join a network marketing company. And I was like, oh my goodness, like if she joined, it's got to be good. Uh So I watched for a little bit and I took the leap. And now, gosh, it's been like nine and a half months. I I have a team of officially, officially, let's see, 530 people. And it's just been so fun. I've got to meet these two amazing ladies. And that's been like my 20s in a nutshell.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) In a nutshell. I love that. And I think we all can relate. I mean, most of us, you know, with that feeling of like, you know, I want or I'm yearning for something more, or I know I'm meant for more. And I think a lot of times people don't listen to that. Like they just kind of like shove it aside, like, oh, it's not possible. But I love that at such like a young age, you were able to recognize that and were able to say, you know what, I'm going to honor myself, I'm going to make more of myself, and I'm going to make this happen. So Thank you so much for sharing your story. So, Laurel, give us a little bit of your story.
2: Okay. So, for those of you that don't know me, I am Laurel Likely, And I have been, similar to Erica, um, an entrepreneur in the network marketing space for, like, five years or so. Um, But how I got here. So, a little bit different than Erica. I was one that... I didn't want, you know, the whole typical schooling and everything like that. I wanted to take that time off. And my mom, you know, was like, okay, hey, if that's what you want to do, you can take that time off. Cool. Take a year off. Because I'm not, I didn't really like school. I loved art. I loved all the electives. Like, I didn't like math and English and all that stuff. So The idea of college and going to school and sitting through these classes just it was not my thing. And when you're that age, you have no idea what you want to do with your life. Like people tell you, you know, you could do this, you could do that, but you really have no idea. And I just knew I didn't want to sit through another math class again. Um so I took a year off and tried to figure out what the heck I wanted to do and Decided for whatever reason, I was going to go into massage therapy. So, because I knew I was not going to have to take a math class if I was a massage therapist, so right down my alley, I was cool with that. So I did that. Um, went to school for massage therapy. Decided that okay, I want more than this. I don't just want to be in a quiet room rubbing on people all day long. Like I wanted <laughs> something else. So. I went to school to become an esthetician because I loved health and beauty. I loved just being surrounded by that. I've always been a super big girly girl. Um, So it was right down my alley. I was like, okay, this is good. I can be creative. I can be girly girl, make money. I can do this. Decided, you know, I'm going to kind of push the massage thing off a little bit and started working in a salon and loved it. I did love it. But I got to the point where... I mean, my schedule, it was just so hard because you have clients that cancel and then you're not making money. And and in this point, while I was um, working in the salon, I got really, really sick, which as far as my health, I was just working a whole lot. I mean, in your 20s or 21, I was going out to the bar, doing the thing, having fun. Well, I got really, really sick and I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So... Long story short, with that one, I ended up having surgery and decided, okay, it's time to take my life into my own hands, this whole health thing, and that is when my first network marketing company came into play. Like Erica, it was health and fitness, and it just seemed like something that I could do as far as my own health, take care of myself, help other people that were in that position. Um and still work at the salon too. Like it just seemed like a no brainer. I loved being online and marketing and putting myself out there. So I did that. I ended up leaving the salon because I loved working for myself. I loved making my own schedule, but after a while, it's, health and fitness, as much of a passion as it is of mine, it's, it's hard. The business is hard. Um, and it is a lifestyle change. And after a while, I just kind of felt like I got burnt out and I needed a change. And in came Erica and in came this new opportunity. And it was all about beauty and health again. And it just kind of Brought everything full circle back around it, brought it all together, and I realized, hey, okay, I can do what I'm really, really passionate about um, in all areas, health and fitness and beauty, and I can still work from home and make money and help other people at the same time. So I've been doing this now for nine months, about the same as Erica too, and yeah, I have met both of you. I met so many incredible women, and yeah, I love it. I
0: yeah. It's been such a ride, like, cause all of us, like it's a funny story because Erica and I both found our upline. We have the same upline and the same business. We're partnered with a luxury hair care product company and we found our upline actually from another podcast. And then Laurel ended up meeting Erica in like a Facebook group or something on Facebook, right? You guys met in a Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. And so they ended up working together. So we've all met each other through this amazing team and this amazing partnership. And it's so funny because we all have that background, like I said, in health and fitness. And we both ended up or we all ended up here. And um, so I I just felt really like inspired or compelled to talk about this network marketing tip that we're about to jump into, because I feel like a lot of moms who are listening to this podcast, you are probably in network marketing, you've done network marketing before, I find that a lot of moms are searching for an opportunity like this. They want to get into network marketing because they can be home with their kids, they have the residual income coming in, and they can take a day off, like if their kids are sick or whatever, and still are are making an income. And so it's funny, because I was talking to Erica the other day. And um, so her and Laurel work together with their with their downline together. They um, are like business besties. And um, I asked Erica, I was like, okay, so what kind of value could you guys give us on this podcast? And she started talking about, you know, building relationships, and it's really the most underutilized tool, you guys. Not many people um, know the art or have um, perfected the art of building relationships with people when it comes to network marketing. And um, so, Laurel, I wanted to ask you because Erica mentioned that this was a major strength of yours, building relationships and like growing your network. So if you could just tell our listeners, how do you grow your network or expand your network day in and day out? Like what tips would you give our listeners?
2: Oh my gosh, this one, I definitely love this part of network marketing. I just the connections that you can build and the relationships that you can build from across the country is crazy to me. So as far as building connections, and just building that network, I feel like it's something like you had said, it's Very underutilized. It's something that a lot of people, I feel like they just kind of miss this step and just kind of go for the sale. And sometimes that's because they don't really know what to do or they're not really, they don't have those leaders that show them the way. Um, But it's so important to build connections and build a relationship because if you're going to have someone join your team or if you want someone to purchase from you, it's no like and trust. So Mm -hmm. you have to know somebody, you have to, you know, trust them they have to trust you in order for them to purchase from you or join your team. Like it's so important. And I mean, I think I can speak for all of us here and say that I've gotten enough cold messages in my inbox. (laughs) And it's like, Hey girlfriend, like at least just say hi first, you know, at least browse my page a little bit. So, um, I've been one of those people in the past and moving forward that this was something that I just decided I was like, okay, I'm not going to be that person. I need to build connections. I need to build a relationship if I'm going to have success in this. Mm-hmm. So i kind of taken it under my wing a little bit, and I'm like, okay, let's, let's take this and master this. So my biggest tips on growing your network is Facebook groups, for one. And if you're on Instagram, just hashtags. Hashtags are incredible for building your network. Um, but we'll talk Facebook groups. So basically Facebook groups. It's huge to build connections. It's huge to build those relationships because it's not just building a relationship with anyone and everyone. Typically, if you're in a Facebook group, it's because you have some type of interest with that group. And more than likely, all the other people in that group are going to have those same interests as well. So it's nice just to go in there and genuinely just connect with People. It's so important because you do really need to build that know, like, and trust. If you want someone to join your team, I mean, it's like I've heard this before. It's like dating. You know, you can't just see someone and be like, oh, "Okay, marry me." It's like, <laughs> no, it just doesn't work out like that. You have to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. go on, <laughs> know,
0: stalking you, like, it's, oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: Um, but I mean, you have to go out. You know, think of it like that. You have to go on a couple dates first. You have to mm-hmm. get to know each other and. Then you can pop the question, you know, it's like, okay, (laughs) kind of the same thing. So it's going in there and just building those relationships and not everybody is going to be your person. Not everybody is going to be right for your team. So you just have to go in, find your people, connect with them on a friend to friend, you know, sister to sister type of thing, relationship, and Mm -hmm. just build that relationship and nurture that and just continue to do that over and over and over and by doing that, even if they don't join your team or don't purchase your products, you have built a connection. So maybe they will refer someone to you mm-hmm. um, that wants your product or is looking for something that you have. So same thing with Instagram. I mean, just go in, follow people, use hashtags, um, use stories just to get to know people that way because the highlight reel is out there. Everyone has their highlight reel. Everyone sees that. But when you can really build that connection and build that real life human being type of feel that vibe, you know, with stories and just connecting on the other end, that's when people, they're like, okay,
1: Mm -hmm. this is who
2: this girl is. I really want to work with them. Um, and you can just start to build it from there. So Instagram, follow people, always, always be connecting with new people, always be adding people to your list and yeah, just being a real human and just, I mean, it's social media, like, yeah. be social. Don't just go in there being a shark and just try to sell to anyone and everyone because you're going to get blocked a lot. You're going to get yeah. defeated.
0: <laughs> well, and it's funny because like, like you said, like in real life, I mean, would you go up to someone at a coffee shop and be like, hey, this is the opportunity that I'm in and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, like, no, you would, you know, probably not even talk to that person because it's, you know, scary to like approach someone in real life. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I think too, it's funny, Erica had a status, this was like a long time ago, I remember the status that she posted, and it was like, hit like, or raise your hand if you've ever been victimized by a cold message. And I like died because, you know, if if you don't know what a cold message is, it's basically... A message like a pitch you send to just anybody and everybody. And you might know them, you might not know them, maybe it's been 20 years since you talked to them, like whatever it is. It's like you didn't take the time to build that relationship. And for all you know, they could be super successful in another company, or you know, maybe they have no use for a network marketing company. But I mean, that's what you know. The cool thing about network marketing, you guys, is that you get to work with your friends, you get to pick who you work with. So building relationships is crucial. Like, think about working with your best friend for the rest of your life. Like, I mean to me, that sounds pretty awesome. Like, That's totally
2: awesome.
0: yeah, and I mean, Laurel and Erica have become like, super best friends just from, you know, working together with this opportunity. And they didn't cold message each other. Like, I do not see Erica at all being like, Hey, girl, like, I don't know you, but why don't you just join my team? <laughs> like, you know, and so that actually leads me to my next point or my next question. And it's for you, Erica, I was wondering, like, why do you think building relationships is literally like the most overlooked part of network marketing
1: yeah so oh, this is a good question i feel like one it's overlooked because a lot of companies out there in all honesty the training that corporate gives people of course they want them to make more sales but they forget like the the social part like what Laura was saying so they forget that there's like a real human being Behind the computer, behind the phone, and they're just looking for a sale instead of thinking, okay, you know, it is all about how it can be all about how big your audience is. Like the more people that, you know, the more people that you have to sell to or like Laura was saying, they can refer people to you. So I just think it's overlooked because people aren't being taught the right way. And it starts from the top and it trickles down. So if you're in a company that's teaching these things, these old marketing tactics where it's like, just make a list of a 100 people and call them all up and cold call them and cold message them. That's not going to work. It's super, super outdated. I just and that's why I was really, really sober out in my previous company was because that's what was taught. And it just always felt icky every time I went to do it. It always felt like I was invading somebody's like privacy and invading someone's life. And I really, really like that you kind of mentioned what cold messaging is. And I, I feel like cold messaging has become maybe a little bit of a gray area. Mm-hmm. So let's identify like what cold messaging is and what we mean when we say it. And what we mean is, you literally, the first thing you do when you message somebody is trying to get them to A, buy your product, or B, join your team. Now, there is a different way to message somebody. And you when you message somebody for the first time, it can't be to do either A or B. It has to be to build a relationship. You cannot look at your Facebook friends list or your followers like like dollar signs and that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of people are getting tripped up because they feel like they join a network marketing company they feel like their main priority is to sell a product or service they forget who they really are and they forget to lead with themselves first and they're just so focused on who wants to buy from me so Mm
2: -hmm. i feel
1: like that's why i feel like it's one of the main reasons it's overlooked it's just poor training on a a lot of people's parts Mm -hmm. i think that's what it
2: is for sure
0: Yeah. And like you said, to look at everybody like their dollar signs, you know, and while Mm -hmm. I know that that's sometimes like in the back of our mind, like, well, maybe that person might join my team one day, I really liked connecting with her, it would be fun to work with her, or whatever, that's different, because you built that relationship with them. And you're, you know, what amazing opportunity is that you have, and you would hope to maybe one day she would see how awesome it is too, or something. Um, but I, I did want to ask both of you this because like you said, outdated training and marketing and things like that. What do you guys think about scripts? Because I feel like we can smell them a mile away. Like it's (laughs) literally like copy and paste. Let me send it to 10 friends a day. And I mean, I think that goes back into cold messaging because it's a lot of times sent to us from people that were like, wait, who are you? Or I haven't talked to you in 20 years and you're asking me what question? Like, you know, I, that is really what I get from scripts. Like it's just very um impersonal.
1: Right. I feel like we are in an era where people our consumers have access to so many things mm-hmm. that our consumers are now so smart that their BS radar is through the roof and mm-hmm. they can smell That coming from a mile away. Oh, yeah. So when I get a scripted cold message, it's so obvious. And there's actually a few companies out there where everyone will send the same exact thing. And I can now even depict what company it's coming from based Mm -hmm. on what they say. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, you know, I, I don't want to say I totally disliked it because I think they can be used in a very, very helpful way, but people don't realize that they have to add their own personal flair to a message and they have to make it personable to make it sound like them and to make it personable to appeal to the person they're talking to or reaching out to. And again, no script should be sent with the intent to cold message or you know, get somebody to buy your product or get somebody to join your team. I could understand from a leadership standpoint of how it would be useful for me to say, hey, look at how my conversation went with this lead. Look at how my conversation went with this person. I think there's just a better way to teach people. And when you can open up as a leader and say, look at how, like, actually, Laurel and I have both been doing that recently with our team. The other day, we had a huge sale going on. Laurel was like, who wants to see how I close down a lead? And she just sent screenshots, right? And then our team is able to go use that kind of practice in their own language, because we've stressed that, because we're not starting out a conversation or a relationship with anybody with the first thing being trying to sell them. So I don't want to say that I'm 100% against scripts, but you have to do it in the right way. Mm-hmm. And you can't... A script... You can't send a script in the first message. So mm-hmm. I hope
0: that that makes sense. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's like you said, like, if you add your own flair to it, and you just take it as like inspirational, okay, this is how I should be phrasing this, this message or whatever. But when you just are like, copy, paste, copy, paste, and then you even have maybe like the wrong name in there, because you're copying mm-hmm. and pasting. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're trying to make that sale in the first message, or you're trying to recruit in the first message. It's like, Okay, like you said, you can smell it like a mile away. But I think like you said, there's a tasteful way to go about sending a quote unquote script or, you know, utilizing the same type of language, maybe your uplines doing or someone on your team that's had really good success. So
1: I think people too, I think they struggle. A lot of people struggle with the creativity of how to craft a good combo. So that's why I think like showing as a leader showing people, hey, this is how I did this and this. Can be really
0: helpful. Yeah, because a lot of people who join network marketing, I mean, they're probably nine times out of ten very inexperienced in sales and um, the business side of things, because it is such a low investment, a low risk, and a lot more people can do network marketing than they can like a brick and mortar business or something. So, um, so for those of so for those listeners out there. Um, who are like, well, how do I start a conversation and like start a relationship with someone Laurel, like what's maybe something that you say to someone like that you added on Facebook, maybe that you met in a group or someone from Instagram, do you started out being like personable with them, like asking them a question or how maybe, maybe give an example of like what you would say to start a conversation? Yeah,
2: definitely. So just to kind of back with the whole scripting and everything, it's definitely, it's still relationship building. No matter if you're sending a version of a script, you need to have, you know, that relationship going. So something that I like to do, whether it's, the very first time i'm talking to someone or whether it's you know i'm already going through and i'm you know trying to follow up with them or something i will go through their page and see just what they're doing in their life you know if they just let's say somebody just had a baby or they just had a birthday just went on a vacation like you take that and you acknowledge it and you realize you know you message them and say hey okay girl just went on this awesome vacation like oh my gosh I'm so jealous like looks like you had so much fun or oh my gosh congratulations you just had this baby I'm sure life is a little bit crazy right now you know you just have to always think of a person as a friend Mm -hmm. so if you were to just send a message following up even or a cold message to a brand new mom just had a baby three days ago like She's not trying to buy your product right now. She just had a baby. She's trying to learn all this stuff. So, you know, it's acknowledging like, oh my gosh, girl, I know you've just had a baby. I know we talked about this before. So I'm just following up. I'm gonna give you some time. Like obviously you need to be mom first, but I wanna know that I'm here for you. You know, I'm your baby's adorable you know, compliment them, obviously. I just be real. You know, how would you talk to your friend? Like if you just go through and see what they're about. So if it's somebody that I'm brand new to connecting with, let's say I met somebody in a group and there was a post and they commented on it. And, you know, maybe we went back and forth a little bit and I would send that person a friend request. And I don't just go into the box because mm-hmm. like before everyone, the meter is, through the roof, like, they can tell, like, what's going on, like, okay, this person isn't just trying to be my friend right now. So, I will go in and just start commenting on some of the stuff that they have posted, just like I would my best friend. So, just go through, comment, you know, just build that relationship up, build that trust up a little bit more, and then once that trust is built up a little bit, then you can take it into the DMs, then you can take it there, and, you know, maybe relate to them somehow, like, let's say they just got married, and you just got married a couple months ago, you know, relate to them, like, oh, you're both newlyweds, you can start a conversation from there, and then just let it flow, just Mm -hmm. let that conversation flow, and naturally, I mean, if you're doing good at your business, and you're posting what you should post, like, the business or the opportunity, it's just naturally going to come up in conversation, Mm -hmm. because that's just how conversations role it's just going to because you know that if you're sending someone a friend request they are definitely scoping out your page beforehand and if they can tell that you're in some company and you're just going to sell them a bunch of stuff and that you're not just posting everyday real life stuff like more than likely they're not going to accept it so Mm -hmm. if you send them a message first thing they're going to know right away that you're going to try to sell them something or have them join your team. So it's just all about building that relationship over and over and over. Yeah, I love that.
0: Because I I feel like too, um, after you've been building relationships for a little while, it's kind of like you naturally know and like intuitively like, okay, I feel like we've conversed enough to where I could send them a message. Or I feel like, you know, it's just the perfect time in our conversation to maybe bring up a product or maybe bring up the opportunity Um, Just given the amount of information, maybe they've given you on their needs, or, you know, maybe in their life, they are struggling with like making enough money to pay the bills or something. So you know, okay, well, in a tasteful way, I can offer the opportunity to them, like, let them know how it's blessed my life and people on my team. Because you guys, I really feel like network marketing um, is such a huge blessing. And I wish you know, more people would take it as that versus the cold messaging and all of that stuff. And I think that that's why it's so important that we're discussing this right now, because if more people were to take time and build relationships with other people, I think network marketing as a whole would have an even better reputation. And um, more people would be more inclined to do it because it's still being a real human and not like this robot that's sending all these messages to people that they don't even know. But um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for all of those tips. I wanted to hop in real quick before we close out this episode, because you guys have come together and formed this amazing tribe, this amazing community called the Social Sisterhood. And I want you guys to kind of just tell us a little bit about it, because I'm definitely going to be putting a link in our show notes on how they can connect with you guys in your group, any of the moms listening to this podcast that just want more of a community. Um, and you guys are also coming out with a podcast soon, which I am super excited about for you guys. Um, but yeah, so tell us a little bit like what inspired that and, um, how do you feel about this like movement that you guys have started? Because it's definitely, um, helping you to build more relationships with people on a deeper level and to really connect with just more women. And I think that's just amazing.
1: Yeah, so we actually were reading a book at the same time, and it was Lori Harder's new book, A Tribe Called Bliss, and it was like the same day we had this revelation. like this is kind of what's missing in the online space. There's all these different network marketing companies, there's all these different business coaches, money coaches, mindset coaches, and there wasn't really this place where people could just come and just be a real friend and a sisterhood and support people and that it, it took us like maybe a day or two to come up with the name but we knew it, it wanted to be something social we knew we wanted it to, to be something friendships and we got to talking and that's how we came up with the social sisterhood and gosh we're close to almost 500 people in that tribe now it's a facebook group But I can say from my end, I feel so safe and supported going in there with any kind of problem or issue or anything I want to celebrate, anything I need support on. Gosh, we have like a virtual happy hour every week. We have like, we'll start like Instagram follow threads. I can go in there and share like my deepest struggles, like disordered eating, or I can share something like, hey, guys. I just took my first full body picture in a really long time and I was really scared to do it. I'm really scared to put it out there to the world and you can go in there and do that and get loved on from almost 500 other women and that's just incredible and that's what we wanted. We just wanted a friendship-based platform that wasn't like, who wants to buy my course? Who wants to buy my program? Here's this, here's that and it didn't have you didn't have to like give give your social security number and, you know, sign your life away <laughs> to enter the, the group. So that's that was that was the basics of it. And gosh, we launched that probably just three months ago mm-hmm. and
0: it's just It's grown. Amazing. Yeah, and I think the cool thing too, because I'm in this group as well, is that it's different women from different network marketing companies, different businesses that maybe they run, maybe they don't even have a business, they just wanted like a community. And like Erica said, they're not pushing anything. They're not like, hey, try my course or hey, you know, buy my product. And it it is an amazing community that you could be a part of. And it's just just awesome. So Laurel, what are your thoughts on it? Like, I would love to hear your thoughts behind it as well.
2: I mean, just everything Erica said, definitely, we just wanted a space to bring all of these women together because being an entrepreneur and being in network marketing for the years that we have been, you know, you realize sometimes that it can get kind of lonely Like, it really can. When you're in the Mm -hmm. online space, it can get lonely, and, you know, I know we're all out there. We all want community. We all want girlfriends. We all want more, and just to be loved on. I mean, everyone wants to be loved on a little bit more, and to be able to have a place where if you are struggling with something, or, you know, you're having a success with something, like, you want to have a place that you can go and feel connected, like, Mm -hmm to have these people cheer you on or lift you up, you know, whatever it may be. And so I think we just wanted, you know, a place that we could have that without having all of the rules and all of the guidelines and being poached on and, you know, this business or that business. Like, we just wanted a place where it could be anyone and everyone and just love on each other. And Like we had said before, Erica and I met in a Facebook group, so Mm -hmm. it only seemed appropriate that we start our own group to let other people meet their best friends or their business partners, whatever it may be, in a group just like we did. So that's what it is. I mean, it's truly just a place to come and connect and meet new awesome women and, Hey, whether that leads you into a new business venture or, you know, a podcast like this or a blog, whatever it may be, or just lifting you up in life in general, you know, some friends to talk to, because I mean, I'll be the first to say, I don't have a ton of like in real life friends. I mean, I have more social media, Facebook friends than I do, you know, (laughs) in real life sometimes. Oh, me too. So having that community, it's nice. It really is. You know, it's very refreshing. Um, to know that no matter what, you have a community that has your back, you know, that's not just your husband that's always going to support you. You know, you have another Mm -hmm. team of ladies that are there too. So I just, I love it. And just, I love everything with the podcast coming out, you know, Instagram is going to be here soon, ladies. So, I mean, yeah, just everything that we have envisioned for the future for just this social sisterhood is so exciting. I can't wait.
0: Oh, I love it. And you know, to like, I feel like what we do as network marketers, or maybe you have your own online business, it's unconventional. So it's hard to talk to other people about your business ventures or your dreams or aspirations that aren't in it with you, or that don't really understand. Because I know for me personally, like I've had friends outside of the whole social media world that just don't get it. You know, they're just like, Oh, well, that's great. You know, you have that little side thing, like you're inspiring people on social media, but it's so much more to us than that. And I think like by, you know, having that community and being able to share that with other women who just get you like there's whether they're on social media or in real life, like there's just no other feeling like it, you know, And that's what I love about groups that, you know, really support and motivate and uplift and um, don't have all those rules that are like, hey, you can't talk about your life, you know, like you just have to stick to the rules. And I understand, you know, certain rules for certain groups. But I love that, though. I just love what you guys have created. And I feel so honored that you guys got on my podcast and shared your tips with us. And so just before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask one more thing of you guys, if you could, you know share anything with our listeners, like what network marketing has done for you in your life. Just share one little tidbit. Cause I know it's done a lot for you guys, but if you could just pick one thing, what would it be so that other people can kind of start, you know, seeing it for what it is and that it's just such an amazing, amazing thing to be a part of.
1: <laughs>
0: I know it's hard.
1: It's hard. It is like the, when what's hard is picking one thing mm-hmm. because it's done so much Mm -hmm. um but i'll i'm gonna go with this and it's the person it's turned me into because before i was in network marketing i was you know the story that we tell ourselves in our head about who we really are you know i was shy i was introverted i couldn't see success like other people I didn't have the confidence in myself to go out and do things or experience life or take risks. And I feel like like what people don't realize is when you join network marketing, you join a tribe of people who, if you get on a good team, are not going to let you see you fail. And when you do network marketing, you know, you practice the personal development, you practice the mindset work. And I'm a totally different person, well, maybe not totally, just a better version Of myself than I was before I experienced network marketing. And then because of that, that trickles into my relationships, that trickles into my friendships, that trickles into how I experience life. So the value of my life has increased because of the person that I can become, I've been able to become, and I continue to evolve and become. Mm -hmm. and so my life will just continue to evolve and be greater i mean it trickles into my marriage my friendships how i lead my team how i treat my family i mean i can go on how i get to experience life is now different one because of that two because of the income it creates in your life and three because of the freedom it allows you to have if you're creating, if you are on a good team that has residual income, uh, hello people. Um, <laughs> you know, I get to, I'll get to travel and it's just like, and that seems like such a broad cliche thing, but the value of my life has literally increased because of the person I've been able to come become through network marketing and all the stuff that comes along with that. Oh, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: What about you, Laurel? Ditto. Ditto Ditto on everything.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind when you said that was just confidence. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, you know, confidence like, oh, I'm confident in myself. It's just confident in myself as far as my relationships, as far as leadership, as far as just moving forward and believing in myself, knowing that whatever dreams or goals that I have, I can accomplish that. Um, just confidence. I mean, I used to be a girl that like, couldn't even call to order a pizza. I was so shy and Same. scared. <laughs> and now it's like, I just have this confidence. Like I can, I mean, heck, we're on a podcast right now. That's going to broadcast <laughs> with thousands of people, you know, come on now. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just the confidence that it has brought into my life. And I've just been able to take that into every situation. I mean, it, it, Really, just what Erica said, it just hit the nail right on the head. And
0: oh, I love it, it. Yeah, I love it. And it's so funny People because. I
2: find that. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, no. Go ahead. They go like ahead.
1: And I are basically um, separated at birth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love anyway, it. But I love <laughs> it. We've
1: never met in real life.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> We will soon though. We will soon. Oh, all of we'll us. Soon. Yes. Yes,
1: we will.
0: And that's what's so cool, you guys, is like, like you said, becoming the person or a better version of yourself. Because part of network marketing, I mean, it's basically what is it, a personal development, um, like training with a compensation plan. Like you're developing yourself. You're like I mean, it's just all this self-help and all of this like, you know, well, personal development and I mean, there's nothing that could replace that. I mean, it's just invaluable and it comes with the territory. And I think that's also another overlooked part of this is that, and um, I just, like I said, thank you guys so much for hopping on and sharing your nuggets and words of wisdom and, you know, If you are out there building a network marketing business, make sure that you are building relationships with people, real intentional relationships, and your business will grow, your business will continue to grow, you will have people that you're always talking to, you will make amazing friends. And I will put Laurel and Erica's info in the show notes below and let you guys know where you can find them, contact them on Instagram, join their social sisterhood group, be notified when their podcast launches. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And as always, mamas, you guys are doing an amazing, amazing job. Hey mamas, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Motivated Mama podcast today. Feel free to head over to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast if you liked what you heard. And also please feel free to leave any reviews telling me any nuggets you received from the podcast or any feedback you'd like to leave. I read every single one of them and I would love to hear what you
2: thought. And as always,
0: continue being awesome mama. You are doing a great job.